Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kizad with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Hello, Thomas. Hey, Roger. What's How's go- it going? I'm good. What's going on with, at the Chamber today? Uh, staying busy, as, as always. You have two uh, major events coming up. One on Friday, which is Confluence, our um, innovation uh, conference. So we, we are getting ready for that. Really excited. We uh, reached out to uh, Darlington, one of our guests today, and um, you know they, they'll be participating in some form or another. So we're very excited um, to have them on board. And then uh, May 6th, we have our annual meeting, the 110th annual meeting at the Rome Brave Stadium. 110th. Wow. Uh, the chamber has been taking care of business for quite a long time. Good. Uh, Thomas, would you be so kind as to introduce our guest today, please, sir? Absolutely. Today we have two guests. Our first guest is uh, Amy Parrish. She's the CEO and managing partner of Rhythm Communications in Atlanta. And she also represents uh, PAM Studios, uh, which is in the process of building a soundstage here in Rome on Broad Street. And then we have uh, my friend and fellow Rotarian, Brent Bell. He's the head of school of Darlington. So we are very excited to have uh, this, this group of guests here today and just chat business. Hello, everybody. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And Brent, hello. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, we are in a Zoom room for our listeners, so the audio sources are a little bit different. We're still respecting COVID, but we hope to get back in our studio very, very soon and start doing these things face-to-face. But Zoom, I guess by definition, is face-to-face. So uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, so, Amy, first I want to start with you. You're, you're uh, As Thomas mentioned, you're with Rhythm Communications, but primarily you're coming on the show here to talk about PAM Studios, which is a very exciting endeavor for Rome, Georgia. Of course, the movie industry has been taken off in the state for you know, many, many years. But t- talk to us about PAM Studios and what sets it apart. So uh, PAM Studios is the um, brainchild and the vision of an amazing uh, business leader named Maria Guerra Stoll. She is uh, out of Atlanta. She came to me probably five years ago explaining her vision for um, giving an opportunity to um, more of the disadvantaged community trying to break into film or getting support for their uh, film and concepts, giving opportunities to women, uh, the Latino community, and other uh, minority segments in Georgia. Uh, where they don't quite have the support that some of the bigger box office film houses might have. And so her concept was to launch a series of sound stages around the state and um, finding unique opportunities to elevate uh, women and minorities. Uh, She herself is Latina and uh, she has had her own issues in breaking into the industry. And now she's well-established. Um, She did that by working for Tyler Perry Studios. Uh, She was the first um, architect and remains his architect today for all of his studios. So she really uh, broke the mold on architecture in Atlanta and throughout the United States by working for Tyler and building his sound stages and designing his sound stages. 
she's using that same, the key learnings of working with Tyler to apply it to uh, the Latino community like he did for supporting the black community in Georgia. And um, in looking for the perfect place to launch the first soundstage, she looked all over the state and she's been meeting with all kinds of business leaders. She attended the um, festival, uh, the Rome International Film Festival, right? And uh, I guess it was two years ago, and fell in love with Rome and its beauty and its history, and the natural backlot, basically the natural scenery that it provides. And she came to me and she said, "I finally found it. I found the perfect place to start the program." And so uh, we're really proud to be in Rome. Fantastic. And we will circle back around to get much more information because this whole concept intrigues me. Um, but from, from a new endeavor in Rome to one that's well-established, <laughs> uh, Darlington School, Brent, um, what's new at Darlington? <laughs> well, uh, Roger, it's a great question. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we've, we've been here since 1905 and wow. the school has, has uh, certainly grown and evolved since then. And, um, Probably over that uh, period of time, we have not had, uh, we've had few years as uh, unpredictable as this one um, with, uh, with COVID-19 and um, uh, the, the efforts uh, that really all of the schools in our area have made to keep uh, their, their students and faculty healthy um, and, and in a safe learning environment. Um, so really, uh, what's new for us is is uh, the last four weeks of school and celebrating the class of 2021 and and uh, and being grateful for blue skies every day that the sun shines so that we can be outside and playing sports and and things like that and um, you know really uh, excited for uh, what next year is going to bring but making sure that we stop and celebrate uh, all that's been accomplished uh, this year uh, as well. So go Tigers. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you said blue sky. Don't you mean purple skies? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on your perspective. That's right. That's absolutely. Well, full disclosure, full disclosure, way back when, I won't say the year, uh, I was a Darlington student in the eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, and our 11th grade year had started and our family moved to Rome. So I didn't finish at Darlington, but I still get invited to my reunions. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm thankful for my circle of friends who who think I graduated with them. All these years later, they just assume I finished <laughs> with them, but 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 we had moved. Um, That's the way we like it. <laughs> um, so Thomas, what what prompted you to invite these guests on the show this week? Well, Pam Studios just recently um, announced uh, their groundbreaking or their uh, remodel of a uh, well-established historic building on Broad Street. Um, so I thought that would be a perfect fit, uh, for this show. And then, you know, um, that's a big player, a new big player. And then, uh, I thought, Hey, you know, let's bring on another, another well-established, uh, big player, um, from the community, um, uh, to the table. And, you know, uh, that th- those are all gateways, uh, both, uh, organizations, uh, a go- global gateway. Uh, but if you, if you see it like that, I mean, Darlington has students from all over the world. And film will reach out to all over the world, uh, especially to the Latin community. So, um, you know, Rome Rome is the place to be. And we keep uh, working on it to, to, to make it to, to grow this place. And um, I think we have uh, two stellar guests here today. One of the things that um, is uh, 
interesting about this show because we're in podcast form. You know, it's on the internet, so people outside of Northwest Georgia might download this. Uh, you know, something on a search engine optimization, you know, search might, and they might take a listen. So, if if to a, to somebody who's listening in another part of the country or another part of the part of the world, Brent, just give a, give us a little bit of a big picture review of of your sales pitch, for lack of a better word, for Darlington, the the, the high level of uh, academic institutions that kids go into in college and scholarships and the rich academic and athletic history. Absolutely. Um... And thank you for that. And, and certainly, you know, what we, we feel like is different about Darlington, um, you know, we are a college preparatory institution. Our, our students are going to college. Um, they're, uh, they're pointed in that direction. They want to be successful. Uh, is our real focus on the individual experience and um, that each student has a different path uh, through uh, their educational journey. And we want to be uh, supportive of that. Um, and really allow them to know themselves, know their story, uh, share their story, and want to, to know the story of others. And uh, I think that's really what uh, separates our community is the fact that uh, we have boarding and day students. Uh, so we have students from, you know, 15 counties in Georgia, 20 states in the United States, and 21 countries around the world. Uh, and those are all individual stories and individual learning experiences that we have uh, for ourselves and as part of something bigger than ourselves. And so uh, our goal for a Darlington student is that they're confident uh, and that they're ready to contribute not only uh, to the business world or the medical community, but uh, successful uh, husbands and wives and moms and dads and, and really those that want to make the world a better place. And um, we feel like our community of, uh, of support um, and trust uh, for the individual allows uh, us to to provide some of the groundwork for that. Well, and of course, it's it's an absolutely beautiful campus as well. And and we'll we'll mention the websites later for people to go look at pictures and things like that. But um, Amy, you know, he mentioned stories and people telling stories. Of course, that's kind of what goes on at Pam Studios. What so he, uh, Thomas mentioned the facility. Can you give us some more information about the facility? It's right downtown. It's on Broad Street, right? And, and how, right. how big is it and what kind of things will be produced there? Yeah, so it's at 510 Broad Street, and um, the it's a perfect fit. No one would care about the soundstage size necessarily, but let me give you a feel. Um, we could do anything from a scene within a film like a bedroom or an office scene to uh, having a permanent set for a uh, talk show or uh, a game show. It's a very flexible space. Um, we also intend to use the, um, the facility as a home base and use a lot of the natural backdrop of Rome, the history, the houses, the mountains, the, frankly, we could even use the Darlington uh, campus as a great place for um a perfect sort of natural shoot and on-site shoot um, and using the facility that we have as the main office. Um, we are very excited. We already have um, uh, one project that we've already shot in Rome. I don't know if people are aware of that, but we, um, we shot a pilot for a program called 40 Acres in a Brew 
Um, and that pilot uh, will be running on a major streaming network. I can't announce where yet, but I look forward to following up with that. Um, we also have a film that we're working toward um, that we will be launching uh, when we have our community grand opening. And at that time, we'll be able to tell people how they can participate and be part of uh, the story, if you will. Are there any unique challenges? I mean, obviously, this was the, the, the theme being, you know, to try to open some doors for Latin America, Latin Americans and, and women and things like that. What are the challenges, for lack of a better word, in uh, uh, finding talented people outside of Atlanta, where the industry seems to be located right now? I, mean, I know we have talented people all over Northwest Georgia, and they're just overlooked. There's no lack of talent. Good, um, good. And, uh, and I, I, I think the other piece that I want to mention is that we want to attract the talent of Atlanta to Rome. Perfect. We want to bring business to Rome, create jobs for Rome. So that's a big part of our mission with the PAM Studios um, overall vision is to bring business to the smaller communities um, and allow them to support the entertainment business. Because in case you weren't sure, Atlanta is very busy. <laughs> um, and some of these other towns uh, have frankly, more beautiful settings. We want to take advantage of those. Um, but I, specifically for uh, women in the Latin American community, um, again, there's no lack of talent, and that's all over the state of Georgia. Great. Um, they just need a home uh, to house that talent. And a lot of the big budget films are out of Atlanta. Some of the more mainstream productions um, that are television productions or Hallmark movies or, um, you know, uh, tier two films versus big budget films. There's not, we need a home for those. And we believe that Rome is the perfect place to start that mission. Um, the Nappy Roots uh, project that we shot, this was before the studio was even built. And uh, the people of Rome were amazing. They helped us with everything from um, where to shoot the film um, to, you uh, you know, providing um, catering and dry cleaning and um, hairstyles. We used the talent of Rome to support the entire project to build the pilot. So it brings business to the existing businesses, not just bringing new business in or new talent in, using the gifts you have in your own community. That's the mission of PAM. And uh, we love hearing business here at Rome Business Radio. Thomas, that's right up your wheelhouse. Business is helping other businesses grow and prosper. That's right. I mean, uh, that's a great, uh, great uh, summary there. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we want to grow internally and externally. And PAM Studios, um, Maria told me one time, you know, she wants to create that halo effect. And that's, uh, that's when you include all your, um, you know, community leaders and community um, uh, businesses and bring them all to one table and, you know, connect each other and, and do business with each other. So um, it's not just the, the natural, beautiful setting. It's also, you know, the, the already existing infrastructure here. One of the things I like touching base on on this show from time to time, Brent, is, um, you know, people's individual backgrounds. We're here to talk business and share business. But in case anybody's listening, I, I, you know, I'm a big believer that a young person can can kind of chart their course by saying that somebody is 
you know, they're, they're in the marketing business or they're a head football coach or whatever. How did they get there? You can follow paths. Uh, how did you get where you are, Brent? What is, what is your background? So, uh, I guess a little bit, uh, I'm in the family business. Um, so my mom was, a uh, an educator. Um, she was a public school, uh, principal, uh, for a number of years. And, um, I always was attracted, uh, I think to that world of really for me teaching and coaching, uh, at the start. Uh, so when I finished, uh, college, um, I, I worked in a public school outside of Richmond, Virginia for about five years, um, went back to do some graduate work and, and through that experience, uh, was introduced to independent schools, uh, and of course, um, the private school world, if you will, and, um, became attracted to this idea of having a, a seat at the table, uh, a little bit more intimate table, I guess, than a large public school system and, um, ended up at a boarding school in Virginia for eight years with Barry Forest School. My, uh, children were born there. Uh, my wife worked there for a time, and um, we just really were taken with uh, the idea of independent schools and, and the distinct mission that independent schools have and the, uh, the, the idea that you're financially self-sustaining and how do you make that work uh, in your community. Um, and from there, um, seven years ago, I guess eight years ago, uh, my, my journey sort of took me to to, to Rome and to Darlington. Um, it was a, a, in some ways a natural progression for me. I'd worked in a boarding school. I'd worked in a day school. Uh, Darlington had both and I was ready to, to try my hand at being ahead of school. And uh, they liked me here. And um, it's interesting in, in this sort of conversation, uh, you know, certainly Rome was part of the attraction for that. And, and the idea that both I thought Darlington and Rome uh, had this interesting combination of tradition and ambition. Um, and I think that, you know, Amy was just speaking to that. Um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm sitting here in this conversation and I'm thinking about uh, those ideas and I'm thinking about, boy, before we, we were hit with COVID, we were talking about our summer programs and, and what is going on in, in, in Georgia and where can a, a niche be? Uh, what about film camps? Um, and, and suddenly, so I'm here and, and Pam is here and I'm, you know, getting interested in, in the, the mind is, is sort of churning kind of outside of the planned conversation, you know, about what that can look like when we've got a little bit of a return to, to normalcy where, you know, students could come in for the summer, uh, that are passionate about learning this, this industry or, or really it's the new creative writing to me. If you think about it, there's so many creative outlets that, that students have now, uh, if we look at the positives of, of TikTok, and we look at um, writing songs instead of just writing stories, and and a movie script instead of a short story, and things like that. So, you know, how are we making sure that we're relevant uh, and we're providing that ambition um, for those students? So, I felt like Darlington was a place that wanted to continue to explore that and not just be this is the way we've always done it. Uh, and that was it was exciting to me. And and I had been in some schools where. We'd always done it this way. We're not really interested in doing it any other way. And I've been in some schools that were maybe a little faddish, uh, if you will, um, and chasing everything. And, and I felt like there was a good combination here. And um, it was sort of time to, to try my hand at, at kind of uh, at being ahead of school. So, Well, uh, Amy, I am no marketing person. But I think he coined a, a bumper sticker or something in there or a sign for when, we come, when you enter town. 
where Rome, where tradition meets ambition or something to that effect. <laughs> I love it. I was, uh, I was thinking, boy, that's a, you know, if, if Rome's marketing department is not jumping on that, they should and give him credit. Cause that was fantastic. I did want to also mention that we would be delighted to host your film camp. So, um, if uh, if we need to meet offline, that's what these shows are about, is right. collaboration and finding ways to elevate the community. And what I would say is that we're looking for students that we want to groom and grow here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that um, Pam is all about is partnering with the uh, local colleges. You have six colleges within driving distance of Rome, um, small and large. And uh, we want to take advantage of that. But to be able to partner with Darlington would be absolutely awesome. So um, if you're serious about that, I'm going to I'm going to hit you up on it. Great. Yeah. Look at us, yeah, Thomas. Look at look at us, Thomas. We're getting deals done and not even saying anything. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's happening. Perfect. It's perfect. You know, um, you know, uh, an old saying that uh, tourism uh, claim is, you know, Rome is where the rivers meet and the mountains begin. And uh you know, uh, that, that fits perfectly uh, with tradition and ambition. You know, we have the confluence and when uh, ambition meets tradition, that means success. So uh, here we go. So uh, I, I think that's a great analogy. Well, and, and I would just add, you know, uh, in terms of the chamber, you know, we're, we're really uh, grateful uh, that, you know, the chamber includes our students um, in things like confluence. Uh, I think those are opportunities that you get. Um, going to a place like Darlington because we are where we are located. Um, and that's a real part of that community connection where uh, we're not too big or too busy for, uh, you know, a major organization like the chamber to, to see that a middle school student or a high school student can really add some value uh, to their programming and not just within like kind of high school leadership programs, but those real world learning experiences for students where, You know, you just you can't put a grade on standing up in front of a group of people that you don't know and presenting your idea um, or or somebody coming up to you afterwards and saying, well, that was really interesting. Tell me more about this. You know, you you uh, you can only you can't there's only so much recreation of those sorts of things that you can do. So we're really grateful for that um, willingness to to engage, um, you know, the students in this community, not just ours, but um, students from all over Rome and Floyd County. Well, and one of the things I'm also intrigued by that Amy mentioned was perhaps you know, you know using Darlington maybe as a little bit of a set one day with with mm-hmm. some beauty mm-hmm. shots out there. Well, some of, it's interesting. I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, and for some reason, this shows how old I am. Uh, I had rewatched the movie Rocky recently, you know, from the <laughs> '70s. But they made Philadelphia a character in that movie. Mm-hmm. It was so real because of how it was shot. You know, and and Rome has so much to offer. So I'm looking forward as Pam Studios grows and continues to do scenic things, not just within the studio, but as Amy alluded to, there's so many beautiful places around with the rivers and the schools and things like that, where where Rome can become a character in in projects. Uh, is that is that a? Am I saying that right? <laughs> you absolutely are the personification of a town. Um, is a, a really important trend in film that goes back many years. And so uh, Sonoya is a great example of that, right? And so um, they, you know, they basically completely transitioned that town um, 
and today uh, they have permanent sets uh, in their uh, parking lots. So, and my dog feels very strongly about that. <laughs> we guess, heard, yes. <laughs> yes, we did. So. <laughs> the beauty of Zoom. Yes. So, so what are, does Pam stand for anything? Playa Azul Media. Um, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful, you know, sky and beach, if you will. Um, and she, um, she sees this as the, the natural beauty um, being elevated in film. So it's Playa Azul Media Studios. Right. And, and, the, and the dog seconds, your, seconds yeah. that. <laughs> he wanted to validate that I was correct. Yes. Excellent name, clearly. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know, Amy, you have to jump off here in a, just a moment, but kind of the final question for you. So what marketing challenges have you had, um, if any, or is this, has this been an easy marketing thing? Because everybody's so excited and curious about a studio in Rome. Um, from a Rome marketing standpoint, uh, it's been a dream because we have people like Thomas and the chamber rallying behind us. It's been a really wonderful experience uh, working with you now and working with the uh, Tribune and working with the radio stations. Every been, everyone has been so supportive and positive. I think the mission of Pam and getting uh, sort of the state comfortable with um, a different way of looking at things um, was a bit of a challenge. Uh, but once it took on hold, we're actually being um, marketed to by other towns. But right now, we want to focus on the success of Rome, get that going really well before we consider our next big project. And so we. We want to have we want to have the town fully booked, um, and maybe even consider a second soundstage before we expand. Great, and I know you and Thomas were kicking around an event for June. Uh, perhaps yes, can we're can, we, can for we touch an on end that? of June type of event? I can't give a specific date yet because I need to hear back on the construction. But what we want to do is invite the community out to take a tour, better understand what we're doing in the facility, what we're doing in the town, introduce a project or two that the community can actually be a part of. And if people want to know more about Pam, because I know you need to jump off, uh, is there a website or contact information? Yes, it's uh, pamstudiosllc.com. All right, pamstudiosllc.com. Uh, I know you need to go. We'll, we'll go a few more minutes here with Brent. So thank you so much, Amy, for joining us. Thank you for your time. Thank you. It was an honor, and my dog, Bo, enjoyed it as well. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. <laughs> Have a good day. Uh, Thank you. All right. And uh, so, Brent, what are some of the challenges that – does Darlington just kind of market itself because of word of mouth while I'm in marketing frame of mind here since this is a business mm -hmm. show? Um, what do you do with marketing? That's a, that's a great question. So word of mouth is, is by far our uh, most uh, important uh, and significant marketing um, plan, if you will. Um, but even within that, uh, I think it's important, um, you know, that you're, you're fostering those relationships and, and that people have a, a good understanding of your school. Obviously for us, uh, the biggest challenge is just the, the, the ways uh, that people come to think about Darlington uh, as an educational opportunity for their family. Um, so you're talking about marketing to families of three-year-olds 
and you're talking about marketing to families that live uh, in Brazil or Germany or um, Sweden or, you know, things of that nature. So uh, the internet has changed marketing for, for us a lot, uh, certainly, particularly for students in the older grades, um, you know, using our website uh, to tell our story, uh, to make sure that it expresses, um, you know, the differentiation and the experience. Um, you know, we like to say that, um, you know, being 100% you is being 100% Darlington. Uh, and so in terms of a marketing campaign that we've uh, pushing on social media and things like that, um, you, you hopefully will see some some 100% Darlington um, kind of advertising, if you will. But really, it's hopefully storytelling, um, because I think that's the, the key for us is just to continue to tell our story and the opportunities that uh, are presented with um, attendance at Darlington. And haven't you guys also recently launched your own podcast? We have, yeah. we have, we have, we've, we've lost, a, we've launched a Darlington Connects podcast. And, um, you know, that's, uh, I think that as we come out of the, the pandemic, um, one of the things that we always want to do is, is take a little time to reflect uh, on some of those adjustments that you've made and what uh, has worked and maybe what you can carry forward um, versus the things you never really want to have to do again. And um, I think connecting with our community over uh, Zoom, or in our case, we're a Google school, so we use Google Meet, um, and in other formats has been a real positive. Uh, we've been able to have, uh, you know, alumni calls um, with people from uh, Singapore um, and Rome, and, uh, you know, they're classmates, um, or they were they were in school together here in the early seventies and hadn't, you know, been able to really connect because of obviously those schedules and things of that nature. So uh, the podcast was, was kind of born out of that uh, chance to tell stories and, and, uh, and student interest. And we, we dabbled with some different things. Um, but um, yeah, we're giving this a go and uh, we're, th- we're three episodes in and, and uh, it's been fun so far. Well, and uh, last couple of questions here for you. Uh, this is way off the beaten track. Mm-hmm. But when I was reading your bio, your title is head of school. Yes. What did that has that changed in the industry? There used to be presidents and headmasters. I know I'm old, but what what was the thinking behind those job title changes? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so um, it has changed in the industry. Um, I think some some of the the title changes is a little bit obvious. Um, so the the term headmaster came from the idea that you were the master teacher. Uh, of the institution and the role is uh, so different now uh, when you think about, you know, a lot of the time of the, of the head of school is spent on uh, budgets and facilities, um, external uh, operations of the school, whether that's, uh, you know, friend raising and fundraising and things like that, that it wasn't, uh, tra- you know, the traditional title from the sort of English British system didn't fit uh, anymore. Um and then I think it, it took on a, a, a bit too much of a male dominant context as well. Uh, and so as the, as the industry, uh, you know, like a, a Pam studios, um, which is a great example of, of really being positive in, in the diversification of opportunity uh, wanted to make, you know, being the president or the headmaster more appealing to, to female educators um, that was another reason to kind of industry shift and the title change. Uh, and then finally, uh, typically, uh, when you had a president and a headmaster, you had two people, uh, 
uh, and schools have gone more to sort of one person uh, with a sort of broader administrative team uh, structure. So one person reports to the board of trustees rather than uh, say a president and a headmaster. It all makes perfect sense. I knew there was a reasoning behind it. I just was ignorant. So (laughs) thanks for educating me, which is what you're here to do. Educate. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I could help. Uh, so what's what's some contact information or social media uh, website? How, how can folks find out more about Darlington? Uh, our website is, uh, is, our, is our best uh, resource. Uh, that's uh, obviously www.darlingtonschool.org. Um, and once you're on the website, uh, you can find that podcast. You can find uh, what's going on on a daily basis. Uh, you can learn more about the different programs of the school, the upper school, the lower school, the boarding program. Um, we are, um, you know, pretty uh, active on social media, uh, Instagram um, at Darlington School, Twitter at Darlington Tiger. Uh, we have a Darlington School Facebook page as well. And um, we try to, to, to share uh, you know, the day-to-day goings-on of the school, but also kind of things that are coming up in the community and opportunities for, uh, for people to connect. Um, you know, one of the big pushes that we'll, we'll start making here as we finish the school year and transition into the summer is, is for our summer camps. Um, we have a variety of summer camps. Um, I would highly recommend a, a camp that we brought back last summer in order to uh, give kids an opportunity to be outside. It's just an old summer camp. We call it Camp Darlington. So uh, we have kids uh, canoeing for the first time, um, you know, just uh, being on our, our lake, um, hiking and, and utilizing all parts of our campus, um, you know, shoot a little archery, uh, play a little wiffle ball, uh, you know, not specialized, just kids being kids and, and having the chance to to interact and be together and be outside and in a safe, uh, positive environment. And we'll have another uh, three or four weeks of that this summer. And, and you can find out information on that on our website and we'll we'll put that out on our social media and stuff like that as well. But it was a it was a big success last year and it was just great to see you know kids being kids and uh and just making their own fun and uh the more of that we can do, the better, I think, um, for all of us. Yes, so. Especially this generation being hit by a pandemic. Um, right. Who knows what the long-term ramifications of that are going to be for any of us, but much less kids going through school and things like that. I know that's a concern Absolutely. of you. Uh, Thomas, any final thoughts? Um, no. Again, uh, thank you for participating, uh, Brent. And uh, thanks for, you know, you guys are one of the pillars of the community. And uh Thank you for your involvement and, uh, you know, uh, I, again, tradition and ambition, um, you know, summarizes um, what, what you guys do, you know, because that, in my opinion, uh, leads to success. And that's what, what we want, you know, we want to, uh, you know, leave the, the world at a better place than we found it. And, you know, you guys um, contribute to that mission uh, a lot. And uh, we are really thankful to have you guys. If you guys want to reach out to the chamber, um, our website is also the best resource uh, to find us. Uh, RomeGA.com is our website, and you find all the information, all the um, social uh, networks there as well. And then uh, one final comment. Uh, we have uh, one major event coming up this week, Friday. Uh, our Confluence uh, is, is back in, live in person and via Zoom, so we are going hybrid. And um, you can get tickets at the door uh, for 
$49 for non-members, $29 for members. And uh, we have a great lineup of speakers um, uh, for Friday. And we're looking forward to see you guys there as well. Fantastic. Uh, Brent, I'll circle back around with you on trademarking this tradition and ambition thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take 10% royalties off t-shirts and bumper that stickers. Sounds good. That sounds good. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Um, and uh, enjoy the rest of the day and uh, good luck with Confluence. Uh, Thanks, thank Roger for the, for the time and the, and the, and the platform here. This has been great. I, I, I enjoyed uh, listening and, and, and checking out a few and, uh, in anticipation for today. So I think it's a, it, this uh, program is a great addition to the community as well. So thank you. Well, thank you very much for saying that. We appreciate it. You have been listening to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.